Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The Seasons of Life, and in this week's message we will be shown something that can impact everyone, because just as there are seasons that bring change to the weather, there are also seasons of life that bring about change that can sometimes be startling and unnerving. So join us today as the preacher opens the Word of God and reveals to us what the Bible has to say about the seasons of our lives. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Philippians 4, look at verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, watch it now, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Let me ask you a question here. How many of you would raise your hand and say, there has been at least one thing that I went through in my life since I've become a Christian that if it wasn't for the Lord, and it wasn't for his word, and it wasn't for the abiding Holy Spirit in my life, I think I could have lost my mind. Most of your hands went up. Now watch this. And the peace of God is going to keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, but notice how he describes that peace. It's a peace that what? Passeth all understanding. You know what a lost man does? When we go through a winter season with joy, he looks at that and he goes, I don't get that. This guy doesn't have all those things I think you have to have to have happiness, but he's still got contentment, and he still has peace. And you know what he concludes? He concludes, you've got something that he needs. Folks, that's my testimony of salvation. Look at verse 11. Look at verse 11. That is, that is exactly my testimony of salvation. Uh, didn't Paul say that she sorrow not even as what? Others that have no hope. In other words, he's saying our winters, we can handle our winters different than the lost. And that's a testimony to them. Look at verse 11. Paul said, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. And, you know, people talk about the verse that brought them to Christ. That was the verse that brought me to Christ. It wasn't John 3.16, but I realized Paul was in prison when he wrote that. And I wasn't in prison, and I was miserable. I concluded I needed what Paul had. And, folks, God can use your winter seasons to be a testimony. And so this segues us to the last thing. Let's go back to Ecclesiastes 3, and we'll wrap this up. I want you to just look at uh, two verses here real quick. We read them earlier on. And again, this is the man under the sun. That's the standpoint that Ecclesiastes is written from. And uh, look at verse 12. Look what he says in verse 12. He says, he says, I know that there is no good thing in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor, it is the what? Gift of God. So in the middle of all these changing seasons, 
in the middle of all of man's toil, and Solomon brings this out in the book of Ecclesiastes. Life is toil, toil, toil. It, it hits me every once in a while. I'll, I'll drive past some farm field that's being cut up to, to turn into a subdivision, and, and I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. I don't like it. My whole drive here 21 years ago when we built that house in Cuna was just, I'd, I'd go down Linda Road and it was farms and farms and I was watching what they were planting and how the crops were doing and, and, uh, and the dairy farm over there and uh, this guy's got some steer out there and I'd watch all that and now all I'm seeing is subdivision, cut up roads, subdivision, subdivision, subdivision. Now that's a whole nother story. But here's one thing that strikes me. You work, you work, you work, you get this little project done. And 20 years later, a big excavator comes and just and builds something else up on it, and nobody even knows there was a farm there. In the aggregate, Solomon expresses that with this expression that you see over and over again in the book of Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities. You know what we need to be careful of? We need to realize that the stuff we're doing in this life is this is a beautiful building. You know, someday this will be a dilapidated, moth-eaten something that someone will have to tear down to build something else over it. Happens to all of them. And if you're not careful, you look at things the way Solomon does and just think, well, I did this last year, I got to do it again, and there's just sort of a, an almost vanity to it, and then someday I'll be gone and it'll be wiped away and nobody will ever know. And, and for the man under the sun... For the man under the sun, that's not the purpose of our work. Now, remember something. As Christians, we have, there's an eternal value to everything we do because we do it as unto Christ. Amen? So even those mundane, repetitious things, gals, when you wash the dishes, you're doing it unto Christ. Guys, when you get up tomorrow morning and that alarm goes off and you, and you, just, you just wish it wasn't going off. Or you get up in the middle of the night and, and, you, and you wake up and you, and you look at the clock and you feel really, really tired and you just hope you at least got one more hour to sleep. And then you look at it and you got three minutes. <laughs> oh, man, you just want to slap that thing. And there's this, this, this sort of a sameness and mundaneness to it and repetition to it and you, and you wonder, am I like the hamster on the wheel or am I really getting somewhere? Well, in the natural, in the natural, it's true. All of this just sort of gets wiped out. But as Christians, we're doing it unto the Lord. There's eternal value in it, but there's also another value even in the natural realm. And I want you to see this here in verses 12 and 13 because when you look at verse 12, you see the word rejoice. You look at verse 13, you see the word enjoy. In fact, it goes along with our new theme now, thanksgiving and praise. But, but look, there's an enjoyment in life to our labor, and there's an enjoyment in life to, to the, 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 the result of our labor, and, and God is saying, you don't have to feel guilty about it. Verse 13, it's good to feel good about it. It's good to have those moments of enjoyment in the midst of labor. Amen. Are you following me on this? You know, sometimes we try to plan our joy. I think vacations are, are man's most prolific attempt to plan his joy. And uh, maybe you've planned a vacation and it worked out great, and then you planned a vacation and they could have made a movie out of it called Vacation from Purgatory. 
Have you ever had this happen? You had something you had to do that you were dreading to do for the longest time. Uh, once in a while, if I got to travel, you know, people say, oh, it'd be exciting to see the world. Go, I've seen all the world I want to see. As far as I'm concerned, I live in the best place in the world, and I just soon stay here. But I got to travel sometimes, and, I, and sometimes I got I, I to go, and, and maybe it's preach a meeting or go here or go somewhere, do something, or go down to Houston once a year in October to, you know, let them poke them and prod me and go to that big city and get driven down into the city and, you know, the asphalt jungle, and, and I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. And, and right in the middle of all that, you, you have one of those ah, moments. The joy just sort of blindsides you. The, the delight, the, the, the peace, the blessing, the joy just sort of overtakes you, and you can't even explain why. I believe verses 12 and 13 explains why. You know, the, the, this, this acreage I live on and that fence post I'm fixing someday, someday, it might not be in my lifetime while I own that piece of property, but someday someone will sell it to a developer and some big contraption will come by and suck that, that, that three-rail round post up and spit it out like so many toothpicks, and yeah, it'll all be gone. But you know, in the meantime, while I'm doing it, it's keeping me sane. You know you were made to work. And work is a blessing. And sometimes in the midst of the nastiest situation you could imagine, you were dreading it, and right in the middle of it, it just turns out to be the biggest blessing. And all this fun and joy you planned didn't turn out the way you thought. In agrarian cultures, it's all about the harvest. Uh, they plant in the spring, and then they go through the hot summer, and, and, and they, watch, you know, they watch the seeds uh, start to grow into whatever crop they're going to become, and then they harvest that crop. And, and, and typically, especially in third world countries where this is life and death, I mean, if it doesn't come out, we don't eat and we may not live. Uh, in those situations, uh, there's feasting and there's laughter. And, and why? Because of the fruits of our labor, verses 12 and 13 in this very chapter, and God gave us that. That. And I want you to notice the end of verse 13. Look at this. He said, it is the what? The gift of God. It is the gift of God. In other words, Christian, he desires that we enjoy these handfuls on purpose, this honey at the base of the tree. I've told you before, I will freely admit this. We'll close here in a minute. I'll freely admit this. I, I, I need, you know why this is? I think you need it, but it's more because I need it confession I didn't need to be more thankful and be filled with praise let God use it to confound the lost people around you when God gives you a peace that passes all understanding and don't be afraid to tell them where that peace came from let's pray we want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you You've been listening to a message entitled The Seasons of Life by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought a reminder to us all that there will be changes in our lives, and each season of our life presents new and unique challenges. But God doesn't want us to flounder through life. He wants us to flourish. And as the message reveals this week, the Bible says that Jesus Christ will give us a peace which passeth all understanding through the different seasons and struggles of life. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.